Welcome into the student section, October 9th, episode number four of the new season. Matt Murphy and Tom Scabelli. And guess what, Tom? No Dan DiOrio. It's like every other week thing with him now on the podcast. Yeah, he's up in Buffalo being a part of Bill's Mafia, I guess. But whatever. I mean, he'll, he'll be back, I guess, maybe next week. I mean, we can't even predict with him. Uh, we lose James Decker to graduation. And well, that's part of the, the appeal of the student section, I think, at this point. It's like, are we going to get Dan DiOrio or not? But <laughs> you stick around. You like the episodes that he's on. You like the ones that he's not on. So it's, it's everyone... Be a fan, right? Be a fan. Yeah, be a fan no matter what. That's the point. That's the point. But uh, another player feature interview today as we keep rolling here in early October. Season's going to be here before we know it. And last week's episode, I realized that I addressed the fact that we are doing this special player feature interview type deal in the preseason. But I never really got to the main point (laughs) of that conversation, which is that our regular episodes are going to return with our analysis of games and teams and players during the college basketball season, season, I mean, we are WFUV's college basketball podcast, and we're going to actually have some analysis. This is just kind of getting everybody set for the season and getting to know these college players from different conferences better than you might normally know them. And we have a guest from the Atlantic Sun today, Brandon Goodwin. So it's just another good player to have in the student section. Yeah, like you said, we'll definitely you know have our breakdowns and stuff of the games where thinking of maybe two episodes a week. I don't know. We, we got some ideas that ideas that we're toying around with. Starting five should be back. So we'll see what happens. But, hey, I mean, we did it with Quentin Hooker last year. We had the one interview with him, and we thought that went well. So we figured, why not do it this year? And we're getting to talk to players from all across the country, and I think it's going well so far. Yeah, and I mentioned Brandon Goodwin's name coming from Florida Gulf Coast University. So we're going down south for this episode. And you said Quentin Hooker. He made the NCAA tournament last year. We've had some guests already that could make it to the big dance again this year. Brandon Goodwin's FGCU Eagles. They were there last year, and I think there's a good chance they get back there again this year. He's uh, probably the favorite to win player of the year in the A-Sun, so a great guest to have. Yeah, definitely. It's not exactly a powerhouse of a conference. No disrespect I think the biggest the competition for his player of the year chances is a guy that I actually broadcasted a game against Fordham last year, Garrison Matthews from Lipscomb. But yeah, other than that, I think FGCU's the favorite and Brandon Goodwin's a premier player yeah, in that and conference. And North, North Florida's a team that's been in the well, tournament they lost, too. But they lost a top scorer. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think FGCU is, you know, like he, he says in the interview, they've got a couple of really good seniors and they're deeper than they have been in past seasons, well-coached teams. So I think that they should be the odds-on favorite to get back to the tournament. And, hey, we're going to be rooting for them. We certainly are. Let's get to the interview with Brandon Goodwin of Florida Gulf Coast. Pleased to be joined by Brandon Goodwin, a 6'2 senior guard from Florida Gulf Coast University, the reigning Atlantic Sun Newcomer of the Year, and a member of the first team All-A-Sun team. Brandon, thanks for giving us some time, and welcome to the student section. No problem, man. Happy to be here. We'll get right into it. 18.5 points per game in your first season with FGCU last year after transferring from UCF. That was a program single-season record, your 629 points on the year. What was year two, really year one of game action on the Eagles like for you? Uh, it was it was fun, you know, it was a great experience. Stepping into a more valuable role than I was at my previous school. So it, it was great, and, um, you know, I had some great teammates that was beside me too, so we were, we were able to have a great year. You got you obviously had a lot of personal success last season, but you guys also had a lot of team success getting to the tournament. What makes you guys confident that you could repeat that success from last year, get back to the tournament, and maybe even go further this year? 
Well, this year I think we have more depth. Um, we have, you know, senior leaders, me, Christian, um, me, Christian, and, and Travis Simmons. And we also got Zach Johnson, who was a uh, was a sophomore last year that averaged like 12 and 4 or something like that. So we have a lot more experience and a lot more new guys coming in. And, you know, just knowing how close we were in those big games and, you know, how a couple of decisions we could have, we we could have won those games, so you know we got an edge. We got a chip on our shoulders. We heading into next year, just knowing that you know we can be a lot better than we were previous year. You guys obviously pushed Florida State to the edge in the NCAA tournament, and you were the A Sun tournament MVP to get there. What was the most interesting aspect of the whole NCAA tournament experience, besides from maybe the game itself, like the travel and the accommodations and stuff like that? Well, just seeing like the police officers like escorting us to the games and um just playing in the magic arena the environment you know it just the feel for the games just felt a lot different than a, a college a college basketball game you know i don't know it kind of felt like a you know nba championship in my in my mind you know it was so much uh you know so many fans so many people from different teams all in one building so it was it was very exciting very fun for me as well as my teammates Speaking of the NBA, you declared for the NBA draft, eventually ended up withdrawing and coming back for your senior season, obviously. But what was that whole process like? Oh, well, it was um, it was very humbling for me. You know, I didn't I didn't get as much feedback as I as I thought I would or as I thought I should. But you know, that was my first year of you know really playing and really playing up to the expectations I thought I could. And so, um, you know, teams were telling me, you know. It's, you know, they don't see me, you know, getting drafted or, you know, a second round to undrafted and stuff like that. So, you know, it was just, it was humbling because, you know, they get to tell me what I needed to work on, what what I need to do next year. And um, so, yeah, that's my main thing heading into this year is working on things that I couldn't do or they thought I shouldn't, I, they, they, thought, they thought I didn't do last year, so. How much would it mean to you and your family to hear your name called uh, in next year's draft? Oh, it would mean a lot. You know, it would mean the world to me, my mom, you know, my family. You know, we, um, I'll be the first person to even graduate college. So the, to, be, to be drafted in the NBA, that would be, you know, that would be actually crazy. So, you know, we'll see, man. That's the, that's the goal. That's the dream. And, um... You know, just got to keep working and striving towards it. You mentioned graduating college. You are both a student and an athlete. I saw you tweeted last week or something that, you know, it's it's a struggle sometimes to balance both. How do you balance both being both a student and an athlete and managing all that workload? I mean, we're student broadcasters, which is not nearly as, as work-intensive, and I feel like we're swamped sometimes. I can't imagine what it's like for you. Well, honestly, it just takes organization. You know, you got to be – well ahead of well ahead of things because you know to think about it we had the hurricane Irma um, evacuation and so we had now we have like double the load of work we got to do work that's due now and work that was due you know weeks ago that we didn't get to do because uh, school was out and you know like the internet was was down and stuff and power and stuff so it's hard man but it's one of those things you ask for you know you you ask to come to school and um you know, be on full scholarship to play and, and, and achieve your dreams. So it's something you just got to deal with. But, uh, you know, it's still hard. And 
we still get to use Twitter as a platform to complain. <laughs> so I thought it was I thought it was pretty funny. That's what Twitter's for. Yeah, we res- we respect the grind, Brandon. Well, a few more basketball questions before we get into some fun stuff. Your head coach at FGCU, Joe Dooley, great coach, 20-plus wins plus a postseason berth in each of his four seasons. What's your favorite part about playing for Coach Dooley? I think just his his mind for the game. Um, he's, he sees the, all the little things that can help your team be successful, like, you know where to be at positioning wise on defense, and um, you know he 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 loves the game like ins and outs of it. Like he'll he'll send us copies of like articles dating back from like the seventies and eighties, just on how important you know people view the game and um, you know how to how to win. And you know he he never he never takes a day off, and that's what's most important when we're having a down moment, when we're having a you know when we don't think. You know we're gonna win a game where we don't. You know we lose focus or something. He's right there to, you know, to um, pick us back up. And so that's hard for a coach to understand all 17, 16 other players, and you know be able to lift their spirits when it's when it's hard and stuff. So I think he's a great coach. You know he knows what he's talking about. You know he's been there. And so we, as a team, we definitely pay attention to, to the things he say because you know he has that experience. In your player bio, you said that making it on SportsCenter's top ten is one of the biggest accomplishments so far. What was that whole experience like? Oh, it was great. It was back when I was at UCF. Um, well, I've been on there twice now because I, I, one of my dunks made it on there. Dunk at, City? At yeah, so well, my the first one was at UCF. We were playing Houston at Houston, and the score was like, 70, no, like 69 and 72, and we needed a three. So I just, I came down, like I stepped like right over half court, and I just shot it with like three seconds left. I don't know why I did it. Like the, I was supposed to like do like a handoff, I think. I mean, well, at that point I had scored 13 straight, and like I don't think I was listening to Coach because he said to drop, he had, he had said to do something, hand the ball off, and then come off the screen. But I was like, while I was coming over half court, the dude just kept backing up. So I was like, just shoot it. So <laughs> I just shot the ball. I made it. Uh, we went in overtime, 72-72. Uh, and then five seconds come down in the game again. We're down We're down two. And Coach says to drive the ball <laughs> and make a play. But instead, I, like, did a couple moves up top, and I hit, like, a step back three to win the game. So it was – crazy like i i was i didn't know what to think i was like oh did i really just do that you know and so it was an awesome experience you know I, we had oscar robertson in the building so you know uh-huh. i got to talk to him after the game and it, it was very fun with you guys being named nicknamed dunk city at fgcu do you ever feel pressure like oh, i gotta live up to this name and just start dropping down dunks and if not you personally who is the best dunker on the team no, nah, we don't. You know, we 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 just get our buckets however we can. Um, we just we definitely live by the name just because of, you know, recruiting wise, we do recruit athletes and stuff. So we have a guy. Um, he's sitting out this year. His name is Troy Baxter. He transferred from UNLV. Uh, ridiculous belts, like something I've never seen. Like he can come in the gym, no shoes on, and 
go between the legs or something like that, no warm-up. And so it's it's crazy. We had a guy before named Rajon Tucker who transferred to um, Arkansas Little Rock uh, who who had stupid bounce, but now he's, he's gone. But, you know, Troy Baxter is replacing him. So, yeah, definitely look out for him because he's, he's going to be, you know, a highlight film, I think. All right, Brandon, I've got one more question before we get into our Start the Buses, our uh, kind of rapid-fire question segment about some fun stuff. You were a senior in high school um, when the Dunk City 2013 FGCU team had their Sweet 16 run, and you went to the same high school in Georgia, Norcross, as NBA players like Al Farouk Aminu, Jody Meeks, and Jeremy Lamb. What kind of relationship do you have with those guys? Well, I don't really know Al Farouk Aminu like that. I know his mom and uh, you know, she definitely gave me a lot of good advice while I was there. Jody Meeks, uh, we're, we're kind of cool. We stay in touch a little bit. Um, this summer, actually, I worked out with him like seven, eight times. You know, he's a great shooter still. You know, I got to learn some stuff from him, too. And Jeremy, you know, we've been close, you know, ever since I left college. He's always given me a lot of good advice. And, um, you know, while he's in, while he's in Charlotte right now and um, – so, I, you know, I don't really consider myself close to them, but I definitely have some of those guys to lean on whenever I have questions or advice or, you know, need something like that. That's crazy that you guys all came from the same high school. But right now we're going to jump into our Start the Buses rapid fire question segment because we know you're a busy guy and you got lunch to get to. But I'm going to start with the first question. Before a game, you got your music in. What's your go-to song before you hit the court? Go-to song. Um, well, right now, let me see. It'll, it'll have to be a J. Cole song off of, off of Friday Night Lights. Um, let me see. J. Cole, J. Cole. Power Trip is my personal favorite J. Cole song. Power Trip? Yeah. Yeah, well, I like I – like, I like all his songs that he's actually, like, you know, putting his all to. I feel like Power Trip is just, like, one of those songs where they're singing and, you know, it's just a good song to vibe to. Yeah, exactly. But, um, but it's not maybe a pump-up song. Yeah, yeah. So his whole Friday Night Lights album, well, my favorite one on there is uh, Can I Live. Okay. And, um... You know, he got, oh, yeah, Friday night, I'm tripping. That's back to the topic. It's a freestyle. He's just going in for, like, three minutes straight. And I listen to that before every game, just, you know, just bobbing and singing the lyrics, singing the whole song. I know the whole song by the heart. So just going every, every game. All right. So sort of going off that, Spotify or Apple Music? Apple Music. Same. First app you open on your phone when you wake up. Does does messages count? Yeah, that counts. I'll take that. All right, longest Snapchat streak you've ever had? Seven days. Oh, that's weak. Yeah, it's horrible. I don't (laughs) be on there much. Favorite TV show, but you can only answer this if it's not Game of Thrones. Uh, um, Breaking Bad. Okay. Favorite pro sports team? Atlanta Hawks. You have a favorite pro basketball player? 
Westbrook. All right, if you could swap lives with anyone in the world, who would it be? And don't give me the cliche, oh, I want to swap lives with anyone. I have it better than anyone. Uh, um, swap lives. Mark Zuckerberg from that on Facebook. Okay, <laughs> okay. He's got a lot of money. That's a good one. Uh, last one. Go. Last one from me. The best player you've ever played against at any level. Russ Smith. All right, and then last thing, I saw happy belated birthday, October 2nd. You you tweeted out, it's my B-Day. Are you one of those people that do you try to make, like, a really big deal about your birthday? You want to make sure everyone out there knows so they could wish you a happy birthday? No, <laughs> see, that's the thing. Like, I, um, I wasn't going to tweet that just because I know I get a lot of attention. But, you know, I, I never talked about it. Like, you wouldn't have known my birthday was coming unless that's true. I said something. But did you put up oh, a, a keep calm and it's my birthday thing on Instagram? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I just posted a picture of myself. Now, there you go. You're going to get a lot of attention on the court this year, Brandon. We'll let you go. Thanks so much for giving us some time today. No, no problem. Thanks for calling me. Thanks for you know, having me. Best of luck getting back to the NCAA tournament with FGCU. Thanks, man. Enjoy Wally's for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Appreciate it. All right, thanks a lot to Brandon for joining the student section. Tom, another really, really interesting interview there. He gave us some very thoughtful answers, and I'm sure at this point the fans are wondering where your call was for Mr. Brandon Goodwin. Well, look, I mean, we had talked about it pre-show in our our pre-production meeting, our huge pre-production meeting that we have every week before the podcast episode, and I just couldn't think of one. I mean, Brandon Goodwin, it's... A kind of standard name you know it was hard to think of anything I mean we were throwing around in our text chain me you and Dan some some possible ideas and we couldn't I mean we had the FGCU on SportsCenter call I was thinking about something with he's number zero so he is Dunkin Donuts you guys didn't like that one well, I mean but zero is shaped z- like a donut and they're Dunk City so if he dunked like he is a Dunkin Donut and he did say he got on SportsCenter for a dunk so that would have worked but I always think of zero and hero he's a guy that hit three buzzer beaters last season and if you are at this point of this episode and you don't know what we're talking about Tom usually has a call ready for each of our guests and he's had some really good ones it's tough I think to follow up the William the William one. Lee call was incredible if you haven't heard that go back to episode three and listen to that and that was incredible. So I don't blame you. It would have been tough to follow up. but uh, I don't want to force them. I don't want to force them. They have to come to me organically. I think maybe we'll have to have Brandon back on the show at some point, maybe during their season or if they're available before they make the NCAA tournament again, possibly. He could be a recurring guest because I really enjoyed that interview. Yeah, he was a really cool guy, and we're wishing him the best luck. He's super talented, and I think that he's going to have a successful season. FGCU will have a successful season. Like you said, hopefully we could talk to them again Uh come tournament time or something that'll do it for season two episode four of the student section for my co-host tom scabelli and the absent dan diorio i'm matt murphy and remember be a fan of the student section